Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. And if you're listening to this right now and you have a partner that was unfaithful and you know like this is a deal breaker, I can't move forward. I'm sure plenty of you, I know people who have gone through infidelity and they did the work and they came out the other side stronger. That's beautiful. But for some people, that is a deal breaker. That is it. They can't go forward. If you're one of those people, I am telling you, this is not the day when you were broken. This is the day that you were made. This has the potential to be the story that you are going to look back on and go, oh, that, that's the before and after moment. That's it. And even though that's true, it doesn't mean that this won't suck. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Hi guys, it's Rach. Welcome to another episode of the show and another episode in my Ask Rach series. So this is a series where people call into a hotline like they call into this podcast hotline and they leave me a voice memo and they call into the podcast hotline and they ask me a question. And these range, I mean, they're all over the place. The people who ask them are all over the place in the world. And the questions come from every angle. There's questions about being a mom, going through divorce. How do you make an epic comeback? Like I'm just looking at the spreadsheet mindset you know, should I have another baby? Like there's every kind of question here. And 
I choose questions that I think will be most helpful to the whole audience and that I think I have some perspective on. Because certainly I get questions in here and I'm like, oh, dang, that is a great question, but I am not the friend to give you that advice because I actually don't know anything about it. Today I'm going to go through the spreadsheet. You and I are going to listen to these questions for the first time together. So my answer is in real time. It's not prepped in any way. You can just hear my initial thoughts. And as always, if you have a question for me, please call in. Let me know what you're thinking or what you got. The number is 737 400 So this first question here looks really interesting. And I think we should start with this. Okay, let's hear what she has to say. Hey, Rach. I have been a longtime listener, first-time caller. You might be able to relate and give some insight onto how do you retain the progressive mindset that you've built when it seems that everything you thought was true has been either a lie or taken from you. I have been with my husband for 15 years. We will have been married for 10 this summer. And we are also both self-employed. And the beginning of this year, he informed me that he has been unfaithful through our relationship and that he is now unhappy and wants a divorce. And it was completely unexpected for me. And the only thing that I can say is I feel like I'm living in an alternate universe at this point, trying to navigate what steps to take next. Even as a hashtag STJ hustler, I've just, you know accomplished some goals in the past few years, but now I'm just looking at things and thinking, was that all real? And I'm having a hard time holding on to that mindset that I worked so hard to build for myself. I appreciate any input. Love your show. Thanks so much. Bye. Oh, wow. Um, Becky, I was like nodding along with you as you were talking and really appreciate the question and really appreciate the place that you find yourself right now. And I have a lot of thoughts for you. So here they are in no particular order. I remember when, and I've actually talked about this on the show before, but I remember sitting with a therapist after I was getting divorced and I was explaining to this therapist the truth about why I chose to leave my marriage. And it was a truth that nobody knew. And I think publicly people probably have a little bit of a better idea now that things have come to light But at the time, I felt like this was this massive burden that I was carrying in this massive truth. And I was carrying it on behalf of my children because I didn't want them to know hard truths about their dad. And I remember this therapist was like, what does it say about you that you didn't know he was an alcoholic for all of those years? And I really have grappled with that a lot. And I really felt a lot of shame. I felt like in that moment, I felt like I was being shamed for not knowing or for like maybe thinking like, oh, she willfully ignored this. And 
what I actually understand now post all of this stuff and and also then finding out that this went so much deeper than just alcohol and frankly that I don't know how long this had been happening because if you don't know that something's happening how do you know when it started and one of the learnings that I have had in this process is that if someone is good at lying, which in this case, an alcoholic or an addict or you know whatever the situation is on your side, people know how to lie. And it's not just a lie. When someone is literally living a different life than they show to the world, it's way deeper. It's way more layered. It's way more nuanced. And I now understand in a way that I didn't how hard people will fight to uphold a lie. And I think if I could give you something in this, it's the awareness that it is very difficult for us to see something we are not. For good or bad, I'm not a liar. I mean, y'all have seen some very public screw-ups on my part. That's because it's all out there. I don't cover anything up like what you know is what there is. And because I don't lie, I assume everybody's telling me the truth. Because I am loyal, I assume every new friend I meet is loyal and wants to be my friend to be my friend. Those are things, those are lessons that I have had to learn over time. We don't see life as it is. We see life as we are. So if you are faithful, if you are committed to the marriage, if you are those things, then it's not going to occur to you. If the person's not acting in any certain way, it's not going to occur to you that something's wrong. Like we just don't see what we never saw. That was the other thing was... That therapist asking me this question, I have I have went back around it over and over and over. For me personally, I didn't grow up in a house where anybody drank. And so I didn't know what it looked like to see a functioning alcoholic. A functioning alcoholic hides their alcohol. And you don't know that they've been drinking since the morning. You don't know. And if you have no frame of reference right? Like you're just like, oh, that's just how he acts. For you, you, I'm positive, are the same as me because all humans have this, but, or I stand by the fact that women have this more. We have intuition. You have knowing. There is no way that your gut, that your intuition didn't know something was wrong. I don't mean that you knew on any level. Consciously, But I'm going to be willing to bet that this, if you weren't conscious something was wrong, this somehow manifested in your body because that's what our intuition does. When she can't get our attention with what she's trying to tell us when we're not listening, it'll show up with low back pain. It'll show up with, you know, I had a girlfriend who was in a relationship with just a scumbag, it turns out, but he... There was just a lot of issues around infidelity. And she simultaneously was having a lot of issues with 
her uterus with her PMS, like basically everything relating to her femaleness, her womanness was having issues. It's like these things are connected. And the reason I bring that up is because I think it's important for us to note when our inner knowing, when our soul, our spirit, our guardian angels, God, like when those things started to whisper to you was when your new path was being carved. And it's brutal. It is so freaking brutal to lose trust in the person you have the most trust in. And I do believe that we attract vibrations. And because I was in a relationship with someone I absolutely could not trust but didn't know it, I think I attracted that a lot in business. I think I attracted that a lot in friendships. I think I am now three years later just coming out of how painful that was to have unintentionally attracted people into my life that lied, that were disloyal, that were not friends with me in real life. They were there for what they could get. And I'm curious, maybe if you start to take a step back, if you're like, oh, dang, this thing that was happening in my relationship, that was also happening over here. This was showing up with this person or this was showing up in this business relationship because these things are always interconnected. And straight up, the process of going through a divorce or any kind of breakup is always going to be brutal, but especially when it's with someone who has lied and someone who has broken your trust because, man, that, it runs deep. It runs so deep. And let's just be real. You also have little kids. And when you have little kids that you're trying to uphold the story of who they think daddy is because that is what is the healthiest choice for small children, that's a whole other kind of jacked up. The things that we do as mamas to protect our kids, I just want you to know that I know the layers of this. And the other thing that I can tell you is that when you go through a breakup with someone who is disloyal, with someone who is a liar, unfortunately, the date of breakup is not when you will know all there is to know about all of the lies. At least in my experience and walking through it with girlfriends, unfortunately, you begin to discover a lot more than just what you thought was wrong. I wish, I freaking wish that the day I got divorced was the last time that I ever learned about that person. But unfortunately, that's not how it is. Because human beings are flawed and we're an onion and under one layer is another. And it's just, it's a lot. But the course of your life, if you didn't know still and you continued to be in a relationship with someone who does not respect you, doesn't respect themselves, is disloyal, hasn't done their own work, is all of these things, I know, I know how 
freaking hard that is, but that was never what was best for you. That was never what was best for your kids. What is best for us is sometimes painful. What is best for us sometimes is that the bone has to be broken so it can grow back stronger than ever. And I love that you've been doing personal development and you've been working on yourself. And by the way, if I had a dollar for every person I talked to, man and woman, who started working on themselves and then working on themselves was a catalyst for the end of their marriage, if I had a dollar for every one of those people, I would fly around on an invisible jet like Wonder Woman. Because when we begin to work on ourselves and evolve, it shines a spotlight on our partner and where they are and where they're stuck. And there are plenty of partners who would rather go find someone who's more like the person you used to be. They want to go find someone who idolizes them. They want to go find someone who's still immature. They want to go find someone who's not doing work. Because if this chick that he wants to go be with starts doing work on herself, she's going to see that he's a piece of crap. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. If you start to learn and grow and evolve, y'all, and your partner's not, it's only going to make you more aware of how they're not leveling up. So it is textbook for someone in that scenario. They are either going to go, oh, damn, I don't want to lose this. So I'm going to put my head down, figure my stuff out, go to my therapy, do what I need to do so that I can grow as a human being. Or they're like, oh, I'm going to go find someone who still only sees the best side of me. Gosh, it's so cheesy. I know we're talking about something serious, but it's so cheesy. But there was a perfect country song for this. I want to say it's George Strait. You know me better than that. Do y'all remember that country song from the 90s where he's talking about his new girlfriend and he's like, she thinks I'm this and she thinks I'm that. And he's like, but you know me better than that. You know the me that gets lazy and fat. Yeah, it's so easy to show our best selves to a new person. And I know this sucks, but I promise you, this will go down as one of the best things that ever happened to you. And if you're listening to this right now and you have a partner that was unfaithful and you know like this is a deal breaker, I can't move forward. I'm sure plenty of you, I know people who have gone through infidelity and they did the work and they came out the other side stronger. That's beautiful. But for some people, that is a deal breaker. That is it. They can't go forward. If you're one of those people, I am telling you, this is not the day when you were broken. This is the day that you were made. This has the potential to be the story that you are going to look back on and go, oh, that, that's the before and after moment. That's it. And even though that's true, it doesn't mean that this won't suck. It does not mean that this won't suck. It's gonna suck. It's so hard. Especially when your life's intertwined, your, your work's intertwined, the kids, like, it's a lot. But on the other side of this is the best version of you. And I'm sure y'all have heard me say, if you've come to see me on tour this summer, I, I talk about this a lot, that when I went through my divorce, I did not imagine that there was a world where I would ever be in a relationship again. I'm not kidding. I was not the person who got divorced and was like, oh, I can't wait to find love. I got divorced and I was like, fuck all men. They are the worst. I don't want any part of this. I just want to hang out at home and just be wear giant granny panties and never have to shave my legs and I love being single and this is all I want. But now I can tell you two and a half years into what I understand is my first actual adult relationship with a grown ass man who has done his therapy, has done his work, is a partner, not a boyfriend a partner, like meets me on every level, shows up for me on every level. Like I literally did not know this existed. I just want to say that to you 
and and I know that you're not even in that place. But there is a whole life, whether it includes a boyfriend, whether it includes a girlfriend, whether it includes you are happy and free and just, you know, doing your thing and you never have a partner again, whatever it's going to be, Becky, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. In fact, most of the times that I've gone through the hardest things, it's always had the best stuff on the other side. So hang in there. Fight to trust again. And not trust everybody. Because what I took out of those years was that not everybody deserves my trust. People earn your trust through action. But there are good people and there are loyal people. And when you're ready, you're going to find who they are. The last thing I want to talk about is that you said, you know, there was a time where you were doing personal development and you felt like you were really making strides and now it feels hard to do those things. And I would tell you what I have said often when it comes to this subject. They think that we start working on ourselves and doing personal development and developing the habits so that we don't encounter hard times. But of course we will encounter hard times. This isn't the only hard time you're going to encounter. You're going to get through this and then something else will happen later. We do work on ourselves. We do unpack. We do go to therapy. We do develop habits that help us. Not so we don't encounter bad times, but so we have those habits to lean on when it gets hard. You haven't been doing this work for when life is easy. You've been doing this work because you knew on some visceral level that shit was going to get hard and you would have to be able to handle it. And I know you're going to handle it because those babies are counting on you. You've done hard stuff before. You have. And you've lived to tell the tale. And this will be hard too. But you are strong. It's spring, guys, or it's very close to spring, which means it's very close to the time of the year where I start planting my garden for summer. And this year, I was really excited to add a lemon tree, not from a seed, but like an actual tree. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners of my show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code RACH at checkout. Guys, get a lemon tree like me. We can be twins. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code RACH at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code RACH. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. 
It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas, Register today at thisisils.org. And on the days that you feel like you can't do it, show up for the kids. Do what needs to be done for the children. You got this. I'm sorry that it's yours to carry. I'm sorry that you have to go through it but I'm positive that you're strong enough to get it. I'm gonna try and pick one that's a little bit lighter. <laughs> this one says that Ashley wants to know how to use Palo Santo, <laughs> which, you know, after Becky kicked that man out of her house, I hope she saged the hell out of it. So let's answer this question. Hi, Rachel. This is Ashley. Um, I live in Virginia and have been a long time big fan and have just felt so inspired and encouraged by your work. I have a quick request for a quick word uh, just to learn more about how you use Palo Santo, if you use sage or smudge sticks. Um, I'm interested to learn about your process. How do you choose what you choose to use and how you go about using that in your environment? I've loosely looked it up a couple of times and found some people encourage opening windows and I recently watched your vlog and saw that that clip did not show open windows so just curious about again your entire process what you select how you use it in your space um, and any other tips and tricks just for implementing that into your routine for uh, encouraging health and vitality and strength. Um, so again, thank you so much for the dedication to your craft. I know I'm not the only one that benefits from, from your heart and your work and I uh, just am really grateful. Much love to you and yours. Okay, I love this question and I will tell you that I really learned about Sage and Palo Santo later in life. So I would say I've done this for the last, I guess I've done this for the last few years since, <laughs> ironically, since I got divorced. This was definitely one of those things that my previous husband would have thought was too woo-woo and too hippie and too out there and too crazy. And there were a lot of things that I definitely didn't learn about or lean into because I knew he would think they were weird. And so when I went through my divorce, I was like, freedom, now we get to do some witchy stuff. Uh, not really witchy, just a great practice. And I'm sure I'm positive that there are people who will give you a better answer, but here's mine. I think of sage, like burning sage, or burning Palo Santo, which I'll explain the difference in my mind in a second. But essentially, I think of those the same way that you think of a wedding ring. Now, sit with me for a second. A wedding ring is a symbol 
that you are married. A wedding ring doesn't make you married. A wedding ring doesn't keep you married. But when you put a wedding ring on a certain finger, that symbolizes to you and to other people that you are in a committed relationship. I think of Sage and Palo Santo in the same way. To me, they represent something. They represent a clearing of energy. Now, I'm positive that in certain cultures and certain people would be like, oh, no, Rachel, there's actually properties inside of Desert Sage that do clear out spirits. I, I don't know anything about that. To me, they are representative of something. And they're representative to me one, because they're a tradition that's been passed down for hundreds and hundreds of years, but also because they require a lot of intention and they stimulate your senses in order to make them happen. So for instance, sage is something I have always been taught is used to clear energy and palo santo is something that is used to bring good energy in. Now, again, some of you may be wiser than me, probably are wiser than me, and you're like, that's wrong. But I'm telling you, that's how I use it. I don't love sage because it's very strong. So I really only use it if I feel like somehow bad vibes have just gotten into this place and I want to symbolize clearing something away. So I've had, when I first, every, it's, it's ironic, but not because it's how the universe works, that all of these things are intertwined in today's episode, even though I thought they're going to be so different. But I remember when I got divorced and moved into my new house, it was COVID. So there was, I had no furniture. You like couldn't get anything. And I had an energy healer come over and she was doing some energy work. And after that session, I had just sort of talked through and like released a lot of negative energy. And she was like, ooh, you need to get some sage and clean this space because the house was empty. And she was like, I feel like it's even more essential because there's nothing in this house and you don't want the first thing in this house to be this energy. And so that was genuinely the first time that I ever used sage. And I don't really do any sort of ritual with it. I just light it and I'll clear each room. I'll sort of go around like the door frame. I'll do whatever. And I'm, depending on what I'm feeling, I will pray over that room or I'll speak to, uh, you guys are going to be like, oh, chick is crazy. But I've definitely had I'm, I'll feel like there's an energy in this space that's not good. Meaning like I'll feel like, oh, there's a spirit or there's someone, there's something here that's not okay. And I will literally speak to it while I'm saging and I'm praying. I'm just like, only beings of light are welcome here. Get to step in. Like this is not for you. So that's what I use sage for. I've definitely had people come into my house. I have had podcast guests come into my house that I really did not like their energy. Like it's not happened a lot, but there have been people like people you would know who are really good. Like they're, they're so polished and they have it all pulled together and they're like really their public facing persona is exactly who it should be. But like they'll leave and Jack and I'll have like the willies. Like we'll just feel like, Ooh, something wasn't right. Like that was not, okay. And I've saged the podcast studio because of that. Cause I'm just like, nope, we're clearing out this energy. So when you're doing that, you've got a very intense smell. You've got 
the smoke, like you're literally seeing the smoke go through the room. So it's clearing. You also have the intention of like, I'm using fire. I'm using an element to make this thing happen. And I guess, you know, I don't know exactly why in a Catholic ceremony they use incense. Maybe it's a similar thing. But for me, yeah, that's uh, that's why I use sage. And then for Palo Santo, number one, I just love the smell. So I would say if I was using sage, yeah, I'm opening all the windows because it's too strong and I don't like it. But Palo Santo is one of my favorite smells. I want everything to smell like that. I have Palo Santo oil. Like I keep it in my car so my car smells like it. It's just, it's delicious. I have sticks of Palo Santo in my kitchen, which you guys saw if you saw that vlog. I light it on the stove because I have a gas stove. And then I literally just walk through every room of my house in the morning while my coffee's brewing. And I'm just praying over our house. I'm praying over the kids and their school day. I'm setting intention. I'm just sort of calling in good vibes. And I think for me, I like that because do you ever, have you ever like gone out of town for a couple of days and then you come home and your house, the air in your house just feels like stale because nobody's been there and the windows have been closed. So I'm big on, my windows are open every day, the big sliders, like my house is always open to outside and air. And I really feel like, I don't know if this sounds silly, but I really feel like the flow of air in a house is really important. I don't know if this sounds bananas, but when I walk through the Palo Santo, I go the same direction every time. And the house in Texas, I went a different, it's funny, I went like counterclockwise in Texas. And then this one, I go clockwise. I don't know why. It just feels like what the, <laughs> feels like what the house wants. So I'll just like walk through with the Palo Santo. It takes two seconds and the house smells really good. And I love that my house smells good. It's a thing. When you walk into my house, it smells amazing. And different parts of my house smell like different things. It is when you come and do a podcast episode, the studio smells amazing. Everyone comments on it. Oh, I love the way you're out. Oh, it smells so good. Like this is the best smelling podcast studio, blah, blah, blah. Because don't you love it when you go somewhere and it just smells delicious? I feel like places that care about smell, like really care about vibes. Maybe that's my own belief system, but it's definitely true. So that's how I use both of those things. Again, I'm sure your internet research will tell you different stuff, but that's just, I started doing it. It felt really good to me. I don't know anything deeper that it does. It's just like, yeah, you know, sometimes you just want to clear out some bad vibes. Every day you want to call in some good ones. I also in the last few years have, I don't want to say gotten into because that sounds really weird, but I do love a crystal. I don't know what any of them do. I just think they're really pretty. And I have noticed, because it's more popular now, like lots of places have crystals, but some crystals I'm like, ooh, that thing makes me feel weird. I don't want to, but then others I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. Or that piece of turquoise is so pretty or whatever. So I definitely have stuff like that around my house, but I really couldn't tell you what any of it does. The only one, actually, I'll take that back. I did very intentionally get a beautiful crystal for the podcast coffee table. If you're ever looking at a video of me doing a podcast interview, you'll see 
on the table, there's like a really beautiful, oh, see, I don't even know what it's called. What is it? What is that? It's, um, well, hell's bells. Okay. I can't think of what it's called, but it's the ones that are like clear. They look sort of like glass. Those of you who are into crystals are like this idiot. They're the ones that are amplifiers. So this is this really beautiful crystal with all sorts of little pointy spots. And I thought it was so pretty when I saw it. And I intentionally, quartz, it's quartz. She got it. Uh, I intentionally bought that one because I had always heard that that particular stone was an amplifier. And I thought, well, wouldn't that be cool if that's what was the center of the podcast? So that maybe our words or our intention or our hope or our goal to help others, like that that's getting amplified in a bigger way. Maybe it's just a pretty rock. I don't know. But I think it's the same as the smoke. I think it's the same as the ring. It's the intention that I'm attaching to it. So every time I look at that crystal, I think, oh yeah, I want to amplify the work we're doing here. And every time I see the palo, I think, oh yeah, I want to pray over my home and my children in the morning. I think that these are like talismans almost. They're just like things that remind you of the intention that you're setting. It could be anything. You could get a candle. You could get a red piggy bank. And the red piggy bank, every time you see it, represents something to you. It just so happens that these are the things that I think are pretty or cool. And so this is what I use. But I hope you found that helpful. And I want to encourage any of you who have stuff like that that you're curious about, but you don't lean into because your family or your partner or your mama or your friend will think you're weird. That's a real good sign that you're evolving out of a relationship. That's a really big sign. When there is some part of you that wants to grow and stretch, and it usually just begins as curiosity, but all of your friends like talk crap about it or like, oh, are you, oh, so you're just gonna like not eat meat now? Oh, okay, so you're just gonna, what, you just like go to CrossFit? Oh, okay, so you're gonna, start investing, you, th you think you're going to be the one that starts to smile. Like when we don't speak our truth, when we don't act on our curiosity, when we don't lean into things that we're thinking about because we know we'll be judged for it, you're about to learn to play real small and learn to fit in a very specific box. And by the way, that box is labeled by everyone in your life who has a vision for who you should be. You're either about to go fit inside the box or you could just follow your curiosity. It doesn't have to be life or death. You want to get some Palo Santo? Get some Palo Santo. And people are like, ooh, what's this? Like, I don't know. Just like thought it smelled good. I'm just trying it out. We should be very cautious of anyone, anyone in our life who has an over-the-top response to you being curious about something. I was a little worried. I, I was thinking like the first time that my dad came to our house in California because he hadn't ever been to my house, the house that I had by myself. He never came to that house. And so he hadn't really seen any of my more hippie kind of decor. Oh, this is another great one. I have these little tiny bells on a string that I saw at a store and they just, 
they tinkle and they sound so pretty, this just like strand of little bells. And I love them and I didn't know what to do with them. And then a couple years ago, I was like, oh, I'm going to wrap them around my doorknob. So anytime anyone walks into the door, it's this little tinkling of bells, almost like you're going into an old like bookshop. And then one time a friend was over and they heard it and they were like, oh, what a good energy clearing sound, which I had never really thought of sounds as clearing energy. But they were like, oh, that's such a beautiful thing to greet people when they walk in the doors. You're like clearing the energy with this beautiful sound. So I just have stuff like that. And it's all over. I have like beautiful prints of like a hand. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's a different version of me than he would have seen. And I had this bit of anxiety when he was coming over for the first time because I was honestly just like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want him to say anything. And then I was like, oh my God, you're 40. You're 40 and you're living here with your four kids. Like if your dad says something about you having bells on the door or burning Palo Santo, that's on him. And by the way, my dad, I don't even know if my dad noticed, like he literally did not care. But we will very easily fall back into like, oh, it's just easier to be who they think that I am. But it's not. It's not. It's simpler. It's simpler. It's way more complicated for you to be curious it's way more complicated for you to be like, I don't want to wear clothes like that anymore. I don't want to talk about the same stupid stuff. That's more complicated, but it's not easier. It's never going to be easier for you to pretend to be someone that you're not. And if you're hiding parts of yourself or you're stuffing down things that you're curious about, you're hiding. And I'm not saying it's easy. This is like what I said to Becky at the beginning. I'm not saying it's going to be easy to make change. But as someone who's made a lot of it over the last few years, if I could give you guys anything, it's the awareness that the change is worth it. On every level, it's worth fighting for. The life over here, I'm not saying the grass is greener. This grass gets dry sometimes too. But it's way better when you're living life as yourself. Thanks for the questions. Becky, Ashley, thank you so much for calling in and leaving a voicemail. If you dug this episode and you're curious about anything or you think there's a topic that would be really great for our, our community to, to talk about, call 737-400-4626. Leave me a voicemail. You can do it anonymously if you want to. Uh, you can leave your name like these ladies did. But either way, I'd love to answer your questions in an upcoming episode of Ask Rach. And y'all, if you got something out of this episode, if you heard a nugget that was helpful, will you please consider sharing and uh, sending it to a friend that you think it would be helpful for? All right, guys, I'll be back soon with more information. Until then, as always, remember, I love you and I'm rooting for you. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble.
It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.